providing you with health information and guests to elevate your health and life and help make your life better in 30 minutes or less. This is the Frontline Health Podcast. Welcome to the Frontline Health Podcast by Centurion. We're excited about this opportunity to share some of our knowledge with you. Centurion is a pharmaceutical company that chooses to put people over profits and allows science to dictate what products we bring to market, whether they're supplements, over-the-counter, or prescription products. Our goal is to provide products that you can both afford and are beneficial to your health. Because it doesn't matter how good a product is if you can't afford it. The Frontline Health Podcast will provide you with the best health information possible through sharing studies and current data that we come across, as well as interviewing some of the leading health practitioners from across the country in hopes to shed light on different health issues in 30 minutes or less. This podcast will take you through the side of the story that you may not have heard before, but our promise to you is to source all the information that we share with you and to speak the truth. We're hopeful that this truth is something that will be used by you and your loved ones to elevate your health and life. Now that you know a little about us and our goal for this podcast, let's get started. On this edition of Frontline Health by CenturionLabs.com, we're going to be talking about brain fog, its causes, and what you might be able to do to overcome it. Most of us have probably experienced some sort of mental or brain fog which we characterized as a cloudy-headed feeling or not feeling just right or not being able to bring that thought to the fore of our brain. And the concept of brain fog actually goes back to the early 1800s when German physician George Greiner first used the words fogging of the light of reason or clouding of consciousness to describe the cognitive deficits accompanying delirium. I'm awfully glad that we instead decided to call it brain fog instead of fogging of the light of reason. But there are several conditions associated with brain fog. The one most of us probably think of first is old age. You see, as we grow older, we experience physiological changes that can cause glitches in our brain function and it causes us to take a longer time to learn and recall information, as well as make us not quite as quick as we used to be. This can be attributed to several factors, such as a lack of sleep, overworking, stress, spending too much time on a computer, having increased levels of inflammation, hormone fluctuations, as well as just changes in our brain structure. Ultimately, though, brain fog isn't really considered a medical condition, but it's an umbrella term that covers a wide range of cognitive symptoms, including a lack of mental clarity, memory problems, and an inability to focus, and it doesn't actually have a true set of diagnostic criteria. However, brain fog has been used to describe a host of cognitive symptoms that come with a wide variety of different medical issues such as allergies, menopause, ADHD, kidney failure, anxiety, and depression. 
In addition, surveys have shown that up to 81% of women complain that they suffer from brain fog during pregnancy, also known as baby brain. Chemobrain is a form of brain fog that affects up to 75% of patients during chemotherapy treatment, and it seems to persist even after treatment in about 35% of those patients. And more recently, I'm sure that you've talked with someone or maybe you've even experienced yourself, experienced it yourself that during or after COVID, you had some sort of brain fog. Studies actually show that post-COVID brain fog affects roughly 20 to 30% of individuals who suffer from COVID. And while brain fog can certainly be frustrating, it's exciting to know that relief is possible. And while it may not be considered a medical condition, if you do leave it untreated and don't really take it seriously, it can impact the quality of your life and lead to many other conditions such as obesity, diabetes, Parkinson's disease, memory loss, and even Alzheimer's disease. And while we touched on it a little earlier in the podcast, brain fog can have several causes, with the most common being rooted in a lifestyle that promotes hormonal imbalances, and it seems to be exacerbated by stress. Specific causes can be electromagnetic radiation from your computer, cell phone, or tablets that you may be using, increased stress levels, which we know reduce the blood flow to the brain and cause poor memory, a lack of sleep, not getting proper exercise, a diet that's poor and lacks amino acids, vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, and finally, an increased exposure to toxins or pollutions, chemical substances, and insecticides. We know that all these things affect our ability for our brain to bring forth memories as well as just cognitive um, issues as we go through the day. So what are some of the symptoms, just so you know, if you've suffered from it in the past or you may be suffering from it currently, that they typically tie in to brain fog? Some of those include having trouble sleeping, insomnia, headaches, low energy or fatigue, having impaired cognitive function, mood swings, forgetfulness, trouble concentrating, low motivation or a lack of creativity, excessive absences, and even mild depression can all be signs or symptoms that maybe you're suffering from a little bit of brain fog and need to step up a few things in what you do. So here are just a few steps you can take to help overcome brain fog if you decided you may be suffering from that. And a lot of the treatment actually depends on the cause and can often be overcome by lifestyle changes like spending less time on your computer and cell phone, remind yourself to take a break, pick up a book instead, have some positive thinking and reduce your stress, change your diet, get enough sleep, so always go back to that seven, eight hours a day as a rule, exercise regularly, avoid alcohol, smoking, and drinking any coffee or caffeine in the afternoon, and find those activities that you enjoy and may even challenge you mentally. In addition, you can start taking specific supplements to help fight brain fog. 
Some of those include making sure that you're getting enough DHA. DHA has been shown in studies to improve brain function, motor skills, and your vision, as well as choline. It's important for our cell membranes and for the production of the neurotransmitter acetylcholine, which has a role in our memory and muscle control. L-theanine, which is derived from green tea, or it's most abundant in green tea, is actually considered a natural anxiolytic, which just means it helps reduce your anxiety levels, it helps promote relaxation and sleep by increasing your level of serotonin, dopamine, and GABA. Phosphatidylserine is an important chemical which is really part of our cell structure and is key in the maintenance of cellular function, especially in the brain. We know it can improve some of the symptoms of Alzheimer's disease and dementia, and studies have shown that it helps improve our thinking ability, attention, impulse control, and even hyperactivity in kids and teens with ADHD. I know Sidol is had plays a role in the nervous system and fat metabolism, and it helps in the production of healthy cells in the bone marrow and cell membrane production, which can help our brains stay healthier because it keeps those cells healthy. Phosphatidylcholine helps improve memory and learning ability, and research shows that it helps improve brain function and even helps to prevent dementia. Luteolin, which is one that we've talked about on this uh, these podcasts earlier, suggests that this flavonoid actually works to reduce brain fog associated with long COVID. So there are plenty of studies out there talking about luteolin and long COVID brain fog. L-carnitine plays an important role in acetylcholine production again, and it's shown to help improve brain function and dementia and regulates neurotransmitter levels in the brain. Vitamin C, we've all heard of that before and what the benefits that it has for our bodies, but the biggest thing when you're talking about brain fog and trying to reduce the incidence of it is that it helps protect our bodies from getting damages or damaged in our cells and it helps just regulate our hormonal production. And then there are three more that I think are super important for you to think about getting within your supplemental reg- uh, regimen. That would be vitamin B12, which is methylcobalamin, which plays a huge role in the methylation cycle, along with vitamin B9 or folate, specifically methylfolate and folinic acid. Again, avoid folic acid. And vitamin B6, specifically pyridoxal 5-phosphate which all three of these help us create red blood cells, DNA and RNA, as well as neurotransmitters, which help us to regulate our mood. So as you've heard today, brain fog is a real issue that affects most all of us at some time in our lives. But the good news is we have steps we can take to make sure we minimize the effects of brain fog. Our bodies are similar to our cars in in the way that we maintain them. Uh, We know that if we maintain our car well, we'll get the most out of it. So we shouldn't put sugar in our car's gas tank. We shouldn't run it when it's low on or has no oil, or even run them for 24 hours a day without letting them cool off at some point. So at the very least, we need to start maintaining our body and mind as well as we do our cars. Now for some of you, 
maybe we should change that up because I know you're not very good about maintaining your cars. But um, we do have some steps that we can start today to help maintain our brain function. We can reduce the use of our smartphones, tablets, and computers. We get that seven to eight hours of sleep. We clean up our diet and get intentional about the supplements we take. And we know that these steps can help improve our memory, reduce our stress, increase our energy levels, and maintain the emotional balance that we're all seeking. And if we continue to do these things, it will get us one step closer to our goal of taking ownership of our health. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Frontline Health by CenturionLabs.com. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the Frontline Health Podcast by Centurion, where our desire is to elevate your health and life. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and be sure to pass it along to someone else who would benefit from this podcast. We would love to hear any feedback or questions you may have by emailing us at admin at centurionlabs.com. Until next time, remember, you are your best health advocate. So go take ownership of your health today.